Hey everybody, so excited that you have joined us on the Link Church podcast channel. We believe that this message will not only leave you feeling welcome, but we do believe that it will rock you and it will also move you. A moment for God to speak right into your context. So enjoy today's message. 1 Peter 5 verse 10 is the scripture of the day in the Bible that if you follow and I don't always read these, but this morning spoke to me, I want to read it out to you. It says, keep a cool head, stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you sleeping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. The entire world is together in it. So keep a firm grip on faith. The suffering won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God. I want to speak a generous God of your life today who has great plans for us in Christ. Eternal and glorious plans they are. We'll have you put together and on your feet for good because He is good. He gets the last word. Yes, He does. I want to pray for you as we step into God's Word today because if I'm honest, my heart is hurting today. My heart is hurting for people who are fighting for the lives of their loved ones. My heart is hurting for people who have lost loved ones. My heart is hurting for a humanity that's been crippled and gripped by fear like never before. I feel the heart of heaven hurts with us, friends, cries with us, sides with us. God is not far from the hurting, but my heart also hopes. My heart hurts, yes, but it also hopes. My heart hopes because we serve a God that has the final say. My heart hopes because we serve a God that can wave His mighty hand over humanity today and change everything. My heart hopes because those who have left us are in eternal glory. My heart hopes because joy comes in the morning though there be pain in the night. My heart hopes because His Word is alive, is living and active. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. My heart hopes because this is the Gospel of Christ, the faith of the church, that Jesus is resurrected, death is defeated in Jesus' mighty name as I speak hope of every heart and every home, everywhere. Our heart hopes today in Jesus' mighty name. And if you would agree with me, could you just say one more time, amen? Could you just lift some praise hands for the name of Jesus and give Him a big amen. Wow, this is awesome. Worship team, it is good to be back in the house. Nowhere else I'd rather be today. Where hurting hearts find hope in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, if you're joining us online, welcome to the family team. You guys can take your seats for a brief moment. I'm really excited about today. I got, I got hope in my heart, I'll be honest. I got hope in my heart, although it hurts. And we just wanna say that if, you, if you're out there and you're trusting God for a miracle, you're not alone. We are standing with you. The church is up, it's on its feet. We're standing in the hard times together and we ain't leaving because we got courage in Jesus' name, amen. I love the words of that song, let the church say amen. Someone has to, someone's gotta agree. Amen just means so be it. And I just believe that in this season, the church has to agree with the gospel of Jesus that has been preached and that he is resurrected, that he has the final say, that death is defeated, that we are healed in Jesus' name. And so if I could lead a good church right now, it would be just to say amen in Jesus' name. Hey, well, welcome back if you've just jumped online. 
Uh, welcome to the family. If you're just checking us out, if you're not sure that church is your thing, but you're looking for hope, you've come to the right place. Uh, we haven't got it all figured out. We're hurting just like you are. We're facing reality just like you are. But our hearts are held by heaven's hands. And there's something that gives us incredible hope in that space. And so if you are uh, joining us for the first time or just arrived, wherever it is around the world, let us know. It'd be great to call you family and friends. Um, my name is Dylan. My wife is Tess. Together we lead this amazing church called Link. And we stand with incredible churches across this country, across the nations and around the world uh, upon the Word of God today to bring you faith in a season of fear. We believe God wants to bring you incredible, incredible faith in a season of fear. It's been a wild season, certainly not the start I had hoped for in 2021, but I tell you what, I am hopeful. I am hopeful. Why don't you turn with me 1 Corinthians 14, we're going to jump straight in, we'll start with Matthew 6.33, but if you can, just hold your finger and place your Bible, if you're in your home, I want you to get your paper Bible out, like put your phone down for just a second, get the paper Bible out, we're going to walk through it today, and we're going to take a moment to discover Jesus in the pages of Scripture, but this is kind of the anchor verse to the series, the series called First, we're looking at time, talents, and treasure, and this is the anchor verse, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Translations say everyday things will be taken care of. But I love it how it words it in the Message Bible. If you've got a message, uh, you'll join me in just a moment. It says this, steep your life in God reality, God initiative, and God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be Met. I want to say that again because it speaks right into it. I never knew this. I read it for the first time in the message this week. It says it like this. Steep your life in God reality, time, God initiative, our talents or our gifting, that which He's entrusted to us, and God provisions, treasure. Steep, give your life to God. Put Him first in these places, time, talents, and treasure. Who would have known that God was preparing us for a year where He was going to be put first in that which is most precious to Him, our time, our talents, and our treasure. Here's the big idea if you're writing down notes. When our best is His, the rest is blessed. Come on, I'm preaching. Dubsy, amen. The principle of first kind of goes like this. When, when the first of all He's entrusted to us is in His hands, the rest of all He's entrusted to us is in order. There is something about putting God first in our time, our talent, and our treasure. Last week we looked at time. The big idea around time was when my time is in his hands, his time is on my side. When my chronos time, the time that I have in a day is in his hands, it's entrusted to him first. The kairos time, which lives beyond our time schedule, is on our side, which is to say there is excess time when we give God ours. There is always excess time for us in Christ when we give our time to God, amen. And so today I wanna speak about talents. We're talking about talents. Talent is described in the, in, the, in the Bible, or should I say in the dictionary, as a natural aptitude and inequality that emerges effortlessly. Let me give you some examples. Kind of like the artist who seems to effortlessly capture life moments on a canvas. Like the engineer who seems to effortlessly deconstruct the complex and put together the future. Like the actress who seems to effortlessly slide in and out of character. This is talent. Like the craftsman who seems to effortlessly, I'm not saying it's without energy, 
but there's this seemingly effortless pursuit. The craftsman who seems to effortlessly make beautiful structures come to life in wood, steel, and the like. Like the musician who seems to effortlessly tap into almost heavenly melodies and sounds, like our worship team. Courts, Ash, team, you guys just, there is a grace upon you. It seems to effortlessly tap into heaven's melodies and sounds. Like the leader who seems to effortlessly see through the clutter, and I know there are leaders out there doing this, through the clutter and chaos, and make calls of crisp, compelling clarity. Friends, this is talent. It's this, it's this natural aptitude, this inequality that emerges almost effortlessly into the seasons of life that we're called to, or the inventor, or the coach, or the teacher, and so on. Here's the thing. There is a DNA. There is a design and a fit that you and I have been gifted by grace for the benefit of this world. There is a DNA from heaven. There is a design. There is a fit that is a natural talent graced to us. I want you to hear that. It's graced to us, each of us differently, that is for the benefit of this world. If you're writing down notes this week, I want you to write this down. Gifted for a greater good. Nice and simple. Gifted for a greater good. You and I have been gifted for a greater good. We haven't just been graced with gifts, it's been graced for a greater good. I want you to see that because we never fully understand or appreciate or tap into the grace that flows in us unless we release it to the people in the world around us. This is a world where I believe God is calling us first and foremost to prioritize Him in our time, give Him the best of our time, private and public, and in our talents, to share that which has been entrusted to us with the world that is around us. I love this idea that we're gifted for a greater good. 1 Corinthians 12, 40, 11. I'm gonna show you this in the Bible. I hope you're ready this year. We aren't playing games, Link Church. We're not making up our own quotes this year. We are finding what Jesus had to say, what the people, men and women of the Bible had to say about Him, and we hanging everything we have on His words. Amen? Let's do it together. 1 Corinthians 12, 14, Paul writes, there are different kinds of gifts. Praise God we're not the same. Praise God that Tess and I look a little bit different in our home, so that our home has some diversity. Praise God that my children are far more gifted than I would ever be. Praise God that they will go further than I ever dreamed. Praise God that there is diversity. There are different kinds of gifts. The word for gifts is charisma. Stay with me. But the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service. Notice the connection. Graced with gifts, given for service. Greater good. But the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. I would call it the greater good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between Spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still to another the interpretation of this tongue. All these are the work of the one and same Spirit. Different gifts, same Spirit, greater good. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines. May this year, May 2021, in the midst of the fog, in the midst of the chaos, the pain, the confusion, the uncertainty, 
may you become acutely aware, like church, friends, family, of the gift of grace that has been given to you by God, distributed to you by God, that He proportioned to you as He saw fit for your contribution to this world. May you become acutely aware of that which is uniquely yours. Acutely aware of that which is uniquely yours. Notice how Paul speaks in the scripture, different gifts, common good. The name for gifts in the scripture is charisma. You may have heard this, it's a cool word. Charisma is a word that speaks of gift of grace. Charis, grace. Charisma, the gift of grace. And so when Paul speaks of gifts given to us, he's speaking about gifts given by grace. We're not talking about skills learned here. We're talking about a talent discovered. You can develop a skill for what you need to do, but you discover talent for who you actually are. You can develop many skills, and they will take you so far. But when you discover the God DNA, the God talent, like I can teach myself to sing, but Ash has been gifted to sing. I can teach myself to build beautiful things with art, with steel and wood and uh, bricks and mortar, but some people, engineers, builders, craftsmen, they're gifted. They have an innate ability. They are graced by God to do that for what me looks like effortlessly to them. And, and there's something about discovering our gifts that God wants us to get a grip on this year, but he doesn't want us to just discover them. He wants us to deliver them with grace to this world. In Romans 12, it says it slightly differently. He's speaking about gifts again. Verse three, he says, for by grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Why does he say that? Well, he's, he's setting us up for a life of humility, realizing that this natural talent, this God gift, this thing which makes you exceptional, get a bit of humility about it. It's not for you. It's not for you, it's for others. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, these members do not all have the same function. God knows that in this day and age, He wants the church to learn to function in its diversity like never before. I see color. I see uniqueness. I see different backgrounds. I see different giftings. I see different dreams, different visions. That diversity is our greatest gift to this world. We don't have the same function. So in Christ, we are many, but we form one body. Each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts, charisma, different graced things by God, according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophecy, prophesy according to faith. If it is serving, serve. If it is teaching, teach. If it is encouragement, encourage. I hope you're getting what I'm saying, friends. There is a connection between what you've been graced with and giving it away. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, lead diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. That word cheerful is a word hilarities. Hilarities, where we get the word hilarious. If it is showing mercy, do it with an hilarious, something that is so generous in the way that it shows mercy that it lights up the room with a smile. 1 Peter 4.10 though, kind of connects this idea of gifts and grace and the common good. Gifts, grace, common good. You see, you are gifted for the greater good. How is it this year that we honor God first with our talents? We hand them over to the greater good. We open our hands for the greater good of those around us. God, how do I honor you first with my time? Well, I prioritize you in my morning. I prioritize you in gathering around the church. I prioritize you in gathering with friends in small groups. How do I prioritize my talents? How do I put you first in my talents? I'll tell you how. I, I allow them to serve 
others. Because when we serve others, we serve God. 1 Peter 4.10 says it like this. If this is making sense to you online, just give me some praise hands. Shout amen. Share it with a friend. It might bless them. Most of us don't realize the purpose of our lives because we're stuck trying to discover it for ourselves. You see, when you finally discover the little uniqueness that's in you and you share it, it multiplies in you. Each of you, 1 Peter 4.10, should use whatever gift, charis, you have received to serve the NKJV says, minister to others as a faithful or good steward of God's grace in our lives. So when grace that was gifted to us is given freely to others, good flows. Tov, the word is tov. When we take what has been graced to us and freely gift it to the world around us, tov flows. There is order. There is a sense of purpose and destiny and design. And some of us have got discouraged. Some of us aren't sure what to do next. Can I tell you what to do next? Do you next. Do you well. Be your best self. Don't try and show up as somebody else's gifting. Don't try and show up as somebody else's calling. Show up as you. Show up as the grace that is upon you. Because Peter says, when the grace that is upon us is gifted in service to others, good flows in this world toe flows in this world. May this world see the order of creation in the gifts of God's people. May this world see a beautiful rhythm, a beautiful flow, a sense of order, purpose, and the future flowing in us as we release our gifts of grace to others. May your children discover, I know, are we in school? Are we out of school? I'm not sure what this looks like, but may you know who you are. May you discover the grace that's upon you in school or out of school, no matter what it looks like. Is your business open doors? Is your business closed doors? May you discover the grace gift that's on you because God wants to do something in and through your life this year. I'm excited about it, I'll be honest. I don't believe God has created us to hang around and wait for something. He's called us to wait on humanity. That word, when it speaks about service, is the word minister. I'm gonna start to close now. The word minister is where we get our word diaconus or diaconar, right? It's deacons in the church. We often see deacons being the serving ones in the church. Perhaps the church of old, that's language you'd be familiar with. And so this word deacon is this word minister, is to, is to serve. But the word minister comes from this idea of waiting on someone. It'd be the same as a waiter serving tables, let me, let me help you see how you can bring your gift to the world. When a waiter comes to your table, all right, I've had the privilege of waitering. It lasted all of two weeks. Don't judge me. It wasn't my calling. She told me, go home, rest. Don't call me. I'll phone you. All right, one of those things. But anyway, I gave it a go. And in that time of waitering, it was quite a cool moment where I realized I could only offer the table what the kitchen had on offer. I, I, I would love to come and serve you in a steak restaurant, seafood. But if all I offer you is steak from the kitchen, I'm sorry, sir, you're gonna have to go somewhere else to find your seafood. This is what a waiter's job is, is to go back to what's in the kitchen and to deliver it with a heart of service and hospitality to the table so that the table may enjoy what's on offer. This is what it means to wait on God's people. So here's the question. What's in your kitchen? What has God entrusted to you in your kitchen that is a gift for you to bring the tables you serve, the family you lead, the business that you lead, the society that you influence, 
You can't give what you don't got. You can only give what you have been gifted by grace. And when you find what that grace gift is, if it's leading, lead. If it's prophesying, prophesy. If it's encouragement, encourage. If it is something around shaping and art and creativity and building, create. Give what you got to the world around you. I love this quote that I read recently. It goes like this. It's a beautiful quote. It speaks of gifts. It says, your talent is God's gift to you. What you do with it is your gift back to God. It's amazing, my little boy Joel at Christmas, uh, I learned something about him. He's two and a half years old. And at Christmas, there are a few gifts under the tree and as we're handing them out, the, you know what it's like, they're just, they just like ripping them up, except Joel. And I wasn't sure if he had missed the trick or if that the rest of us had, isn't that right, Tess? Like Joel is just slowly unpacking each gift and he's holding it up and he's like treasuring it and I'm thinking, God, is he, is he aware that there's more? And, 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 I, and I just felt like God showed me in that moment, this is what it looks like to unwrap the gift in each other. It's not a once off, you're here today, I take what you got and go. No, it's a slow unwrapping. On our team, we're discovering gifts in our team all the time. Isn't that the truth? In your teams, there's gifts to be discovered, to be unwrapped, to be, to be unpacked for the greater good of your business. This year, if you focus more on mission than you do on money, you're gonna see gold come out of your team. If you focus more on people than you do on profit, you're gonna see gold come out of your teams. Friends, I wanna tell you, God wants us to unpack the grace that's on us as a gift for the greater good. And so talent is what's graced to you by God and entrusted to be passed through you as a gift for others. And when this happens, the world seems more complete. Like the generous friend that shows up with the perfect gift and shifts the atmosphere of your heart and home. Like the kind and loving friend that's always there when you need them most, the gift of mercy and brings a smile or a sunbeam of hope to a dark moment in time. Like the decisive leader who is able to see through the fog and bring bold decisions that call us to more with precise accuracy. Like the prophetic voice that shares a gentle word of encouragement with you and in that unlocks a whole new world of God, potential and possibility you have been graced for the greater good. You have been gifted for the greater good. So what would it look like this year to show up as your best self? What would it look like this year to lay down what you're creating for your own outcomes and gifted to those God has entrusted to you with authenticity, with humility, with courage, with expectation. I know God has entrusted me to be a teacher of His Word and I hope I can land it before you in a way that lights up your soul, in a way that rocks your world, in a way that restores your hope in Jesus. What would it look like, friends, for you to gift to the world around you what has been graced by God to you. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, we're gonna pray together. And I'm gonna hand over to Dubsy to close and to action this moment. But God, I'm reminded of those moments in time where people have showed up in their beautiful selves and changed the atmosphere of my heart and my home and this church and this community. I'm reminded of the frontline workers today, God gifted with mercy that show up daily with a smile 
and change the atmosphere of a hospital that is dark and gloomy. May they continue to show up in grace and gift what has been given to them, to this world. Would you fill them up again, God, to do it again? Because the world is better, is good when our gift is flowing. I'm reminded of the generous ones, God, the ones who have been entrusted with great wealth and great provision. God, if they've grown weary today, unlock the weariness of their hearts to be generous again that which is being graced to them, God, to be gifted to the greater good of this world, God. Show them where it's needed and may they open their hands freely for it to flow because therein the world is a better place. I'm reminded of the encouragers today. I'm reminded of the ones who wake up with a word for someone, the ones who wake up with a word of hope and encouragement and expectation for the world to be a better place, for our lives to count for more. God, unlock the words that are in their hearts, Jesus. Holy Spirit, go before, unlock the words. Unlock the words that'll be a gift to this world that'll make it a better place. I'm reminded of the fathers, gifted to be fathers, not just to their home, but to many, God. Unlock the spirit of a father in this world. The mothers, God, unlock, unlock, unlock the grace which has been gifted to us for the greater good in Jesus' name. May the Holy Spirit speak to you today. May He meet with you today. May He remind you that this year will count in Jesus' mighty name, as we seek Him first, would the blessings flow. As our best becomes His, we declare that the rest will be blessed. We love you, family. Have an amazing week. Stay strong. Keep standing. We're standing with you in prayer. Let us know if there's anything we can pray for. Linkchurch.com. Hit the prayer request card. It'll be our privilege to pray with you, and we will see you next week. Be blessed. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for the message today. If you are feeling encouraged, inspired, and moved by this message, I want to encourage you to head on over to our YouTube channel at Link Church for more amazing content. Have a great day.